Blog Talk Radio. There's a place where mercy reigns and never dies. There's a place where streams of grace flow deep and wide.
Glory to your name, Lord. You are mighty and holy and true. Hallelujah. Well, shalom, shalom, brothers, sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Each one in the chat room and our guests, you are welcome here. And all of us in my phone and Skype. And whichever way God has made a way that he has drawn you here, that the Father has drawn you here to his blessed Son, to the wonderful Lord Jesus, the mighty one, the glorious one, our Lord, our coming King, victorious Lord and Savior. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I want to address something. I have seen it this week. I'm this, I know where it's coming from. And I want you to hear this by the Lord himself, that he has impressed this upon me. <laughs> Let me. They're saying something about people are tampering with God's word. Tampering with what? Tampering with who? Jesus. Jesus? Because, brothers and sisters, you have to know the word of God and not listen to what YouTube says or Facebook, what people are saying, but what God says. Well, let's go to his word and see what it says. John 1, chapter 1, verse 1. John. I'm using Geneva, baby. It's okay. That's the one I have right here. John chapter 1, verse uh, verse 1, starting with verse 1. In the beginning was that word, and that word was with God, and that word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by it, and without it was nothing made that was made. Brothers and sisters, even verse 1 of God's word says that Jesus Christ, Yeshua, is the living word of God. Yes, we have these books and we have these pages in ink. But remember this, and remember well, Jesus is the living word of God. The Holy Spirit reveals to us each day the truth of his word. And this is another lie in the deception and distraction to say that they're changing God's word. Who's going to change God's word? God is God Almighty. He will get the truth to you by his Holy Spirit. Because, brothers and sisters, the things of God are spiritually discerned, not natural or carnal, but spiritually only God can reveal his living word, amen? And Jesus is the living word. Let's get that clear and not be deceived by what people are saying. Eleven tribes, I can tell you now, brothers and sisters, any of the newer versions and with the hand of the cap or the Pope and Vatican involved, yeah, you better be prepared that it ain't, it ain't exactly what God said it was written at first. But I can tell you this, Jesus and the Holy Spirit will get the truth to you if you're seeking it. He is the truth. And the truth will set you free. And that's the main important thing of all. So don't be deceived by this thing calling this Mandela effect and whatever else they're saying. Be alert. But we're going to learn about tonight in the message about discerning. What well, baby? If, 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 you, if, you are in, if you are in fellowship with Father God. Amen. You're going to know his word. Amen. Because Praise the God. God and his son are, are in your heart. Amen. 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 Glory to God. All right. 
Praise God. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer before we go into worship and praise of the living God. Remember, we serve a living God. We don't serve statues, and we don't serve things made by man. No, we serve the living God, almighty God creator. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and praise you, O Lord, that you told us, do not be deceived is what you told us. One of the most important things in the last days, and it's coming from us, coming toward us left and right. Well, Lord, we know that as we study your word and we are led by the Holy Spirit, we will not be deceived. You give us the spirit of discernment. And, Lord, that we have to know your word to know you, and we have to know your word to know what's good or evil. Father, I pray that we mature and be strong as believers. And, Lord, that we rebuke the devil. And, Lord, we rebuke him in the name of Jesus. And don't let any of his schemes or distractions or, or things or deceitfulness, lies, try to pull us down or confuse us. Because you are not a God of confusion, Lord. And, Father, anything that causes confusion, we know it is not from you. Lord, we just thank you and praise you for this night. We pray we come humbly before you. And, Lord, that we would be a vessel used for your glory. We thank you for your presence, Lord, as the Holy Spirit is moving. Glory to God. And that this is a time of urgency. And with all that's going on, as things are revving up, as things are escalating, and understand the days we're living. Oh, Father, we give you honor and praise tonight. And we thank you and praise you. And we pray for the protection of, of your mighty blood, Lord. Applied blood of Jesus over our hearts and minds. Each believer, each one seeking, each guest, anyone that's here, that their heart and their mind and their eyes will be focused on you, Lord Jesus. That you bring hope and you bring truth and you bring life. And, Lord, we just praise and honor you. Thank you for uh, that you will watch over the airways and connections and trust you and praise you tonight. And that we focus and worship and honor you in Jesus' mighty name. Because our God, what? Reigns. Place here, I command you to leave. 
We claim this ground in Jesus' name Cause I can
welcome here, mighty Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Focus on you, Lord. And we worship and honor you. We come together in the name of Jesus because your name is great. Your great name, Lord. Your great name,
bow before you. As the word of God says, Jesus, name above all names, that every knee, I mean every tongue will confess, and every knee will bow. At the name of Jesus, and they will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Every tongue confess and every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. And they will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We come together. And for such a time as this, an important word, a word of urgency of what all that's going on, with so many lies and deceptions and distractions and so many things that are trying to confuse the body of Christ and confuse people, and with all the, the schemes and the uh, uh, and, and, and doctrines of demons and men's so-called wisdom and knowledge, which is very weak and foolishness to God, it is a time to be able to discern and not be deceived. Amen? Discern and not be deceived. Get your in your seats and put on your seat belts, brothers and sisters, because we get ready to go on a ride that is very powerful from God's word and another revelation from the Lord tonight, too. Amen? Shalom, brothers and sisters, in Christ. Mercy and grace and love from the Father and our Lord Jesus filled with the mighty Holy Spirit because we're learning now that you have to have the Spirit of God to be able to discern between good and evil, to discern that God's Word is truth and it's a living Word because without the Spirit being filled, it's going to be very hard to stand in these days. Brothers and sisters, do you remember the first thing our Lord told us and warned us about these last days? No man deceive you. This is so true. The Lord also teaches about wolves in sheep's clothes, or hirelings, too. Then you have the old crafty defeated enemy disguising and masquerading, even trying to copy what God is doing. Amen? We have to be able to discern between good and evil. We have to be alert to Satan's schemes and man's foolish wisdom. We cannot follow some man. We have to follow our Lord Jesus. He is our example. He is our way. He is our truth. He is our life. Amen? Jesus did say, take up your cross and follow me. What does this mean? It means to die to your old self and let the new man or creation, the man or creation, rise up and live. Amen? Hallelujah! Let's look at this. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Amplify with me. Verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. That is... In him I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Let me say it 
say that again. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, live by faith. Remember, you can't please God without faith. But adhering to, relying on, completely trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Not man, not some preacher, post, priest. No, our Savior and Lord. Amen? We are to live a new life. We are to have faith and trust in the Son of God, Yeshua Jesus. Amen? Praise God. What are we saying and believing when we do this? We give the Lord Jesus our life to trust and believe his word and his promises, to live by faith that he knows best for each of us. We live by what he has done, what he is doing, and what he says he's going to do, that he loves us and cares for us very much, more than anyone or anything ever has. Amen? So in these last days, we have to trust him and his word, the living word. And be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are to discern, discern between good and evil. That is getting to be a little bit harder. There seems to be more and more wolves in sheep's clothes and hirelings out there. One thing I learned from the wisdom God gave David Wilkerson is any ministry, any church, or any person, when they put their name on that ministry, they are out for themselves. We are seeing that clearly every day. Be alert to any ministry that has their name over it. Amen? These are mainly the hirelings who are looking for profit and fame. God have mercy. The others are apostles, priests, and pastors who are supposed to be for Christ but are Satan's deceiving servants. Let's look at this. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 12 through 15. Oh, praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 12 through 15. And this is not, uh, this is not milk tonight. This is meat. There's meat for God's people. But what am I, go but what am I doing? I will keep doing, for I am determined to keep this independent in order to cut off the claim of those who want an opportunity to regard it just as we are in the things they brag about. For such men are counterfeit apostles, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, since Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So, it is no great surprise if his servants also, also masquerade as servants of righteousness. But their end will correspond with their deeds. There you go, brothers and sisters. We have to be able to see and expose and stay away for such men and women. Amen? Be very careful what you watch on YouTube what you write on Facebook from others. Let the Holy Spirit that lives in you guide you in your everyday life. Amen? 
Okay, the first thing we'll look at in God's mighty word is the seed. The meaning of the seed, listen to this, to mislead by false appearance or statement. Delude, to mislead or falsely persuade others, practice deceit. So we see what this means and what these kind of people will do. Not only are they deceived, they try to deceive others. Remember, if you are deceived, they, if they are deceived, they are led by the flesh and the devil. Amen? Let me say that again. Remember, if they are deceived, they are led by the flesh and the devil. They will say what they are saying is true, even if it doesn't line up with God's word. This comes from pride and arrogance, just like their father, the devil. God have mercy. God have mercy. Study and learn about being deceived. Amen? Interesting, this time there is more references about being deceived than discerning in God's word. So the Lord wants you to know and be alert to this, especially the time we live. Amen? Genesis 3 Verse 13, Genesis 3, verse 13. Then the Lord said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled and deceived me, and I ate from the forbidden tree. Yes, the man and woman were both deceived from the serpent Satan. Amen? This is in the news now today about this pagan god. Numbers 25, verse 18. Numbers 25, verse 18. For they harass you with their tricks, the tricks with which they have deceived you in a matter of Baal, of Boar, in a matter of Kuskibi, the daughter of the leader of Midian, the sister who was killed on the day of the plague because of Baal, a boar. Better be careful what you're associated with. Do not be deceived by the pagan god Baal and what the followers of this false god are saying to you. Amen? Moses warns about being deceived. Deuteronomy 11, verse 16. Deuteronomy 11, verse 16. Beware that your hearts are not deceived, and that you do not turn away from the Lord and some other gods and worship them. Listen to what the servant of the Lord God is saying. Amen? Verse, let's see where we go here. Uh, don't know the reference, but I know it's word of God. Let's see, what was it? Deuteronomy 16? Mm-mm-mm. Did it again, Lord have mercy. Could be Proverbs. Uh, Transgression speaks like an oracle to the wicked, godless, deep within his heart. There is no fear and dread of God before his eyes. I think it's Psalms 36. I think so. No, Psalms. 36. Yeah, I think it's uh, Psalms 36, verses 1, 2, 3. Amen. Praise God. There it is. Hallelujah. 
write that down. So, so if somebody sees this when we're gone, they'll know what it is. Psalms 36, 1, 2, and 3. Here it is. Transgression speaks like an oracle to the wicked, godless, deep within his heart. Wow. There is no fear, dread of God before his eyes. That's a dangerous place to be. For he flatters and deceives himself in his own eyes, thinking that his sinfulness will not be discovered and hated by God. The words of his mouth are wicked and deceitful. He has ceased to be wise and to be good. God of mercy. There is no fear of the Lord in his own eyes. He deceives himself because of his flesh and sin. 24, verse 28. Proverbs 24, verse 28. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, and do not deceive with your lips. Speak neither lies nor half-truths. So lies and half-truths are part of deceiving too. Amen? Isaiah 44, verse 20. That kind of man, what? Isaiah 44, verse 20. That kind of man, the idolater, feeds on ashes and is satisfied with ashes. A deceived mind has led him astray so that he cannot save himself or ask, is this thing that I am holding in my right hand not a lie? God have mercy. Don't let no man deceive you. Trust the Lord, not man. Jeremiah, chapter 9, verse 5, baby. Chapter 9, verse 5. Everyone deceives and mocks his neighbor and does not speak truth. They have taught their tongues to speak lies. They exhaust themselves with sin and cruelty. Brothers and sisters, we should have no part of this at all. Amen. Jeremiah, chapter 14, verse 16. And the people to whom they are prophesying, will be thrown out into the streets of Jerusalem, victims of famine and sword, and they will have no one to bury them, neither them nor their wives nor their sons nor their daughters, for I will pour out their own wickedness on them, and not only on the impostors posing as prophets, for the people could not have been deceived without their own consent. This is a warning to us today to be careful who you're listening to. Let, let not them lead you into, into the tribulation like these imposters in Jeremiah's day. Let the Israelites to their destruction. Prophesying, saying, everything is fine. Nothing bad is going to happen. God loves us. And you can live any and God loves us, and you can live any way you want, and He will forgive you, even if you sin and you you do and you do what you want. God 
have mercy. These are lies and more lies. Yes, our God loves us, but our God is holy and righteous too. When you truly love someone, do you respect them? Do you honor them? As children, do you obey your parents because you respect and love them? We would say yes to these statements. Then how much more do we need to be obedient to God? You know, as I was sitting here and I was reading that, the Lord was showing something. Now, do you understand? Pour it out on Israel when they rebelled against God. What manifest was a result of their wickedness and sin. Just like in Noah's day, because they got so wickedly in sin, what was poured out on them? How much more will be poured out on this earth by what we see every day in this world now? God have mercy. You want to get a picture of the tribulation? Just, just look at the sin. Look at the sin and the wickedness in this world. Hallelujah. Amen, Lord. Just in time. Here again, the Lord Jesus has a message for his church, his body. Amen? He is speaking more and more as we get closer and closer to his coming and judgment upon this world. You pray and confirm with him that this is from him, the Savior of the world and our King. Amen? Holy Spirit, I pray that you will give me strength and guidance as I share this revelation from our Lord Jesus who was, who is, and is to come. Amen. Get a drink, brothers and sisters. Listen closely as the Lord speaks. He says, and this is all the people that says no repenting is necessary. He says, repent. He says, follow me. Follow my example. Obey and serve me. Don't serve yourself and your wicked flesh, but serve me and obey me. Turn from your sin and flesh. Turn to me. Turn to truth and righteousness. Live the lifestyle that I intended for you, a lifestyle of love, faith, and hope. Be not deceived. I am is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you will reap. This means in your life, you choose your flesh and sin, you will reap destruction and death. You choose to follow the father of lies and deception, you will reap what is he is judged for. Rebellion against God, sinning against God, and rejecting God. Those who reject me as their Savior and Lord, they will not see eternal life in the kingdom of God. They will see judgment. They will see death and destruction. For eternity, they will see hell and a lake of fire that burns forever. When I was on this world, I bore witness to the truth. I told all men and women the way to eternal life. This way is through me. There is no other way. Do not deceive my children. Do not be deceived, my children. All my created ones. These liars and deceivers telling you there are many ways to God, to my Father, the true living God. No, there's only one way, and that way is me, Yeshua, Jesus, the Son of the living God. No man or woman comes to my Father except by me. 
So as you hear me speak, know this. Walk in the ways of the Lord and live for me, your Savior and Lord, and you will have eternal life. Take heed, my sons and daughters. Don't listen to man in these last days. Listen to me. Listen to the Holy Spirit that lives in you now. He teaches you all truth. He guides you on the straight and narrow path. He comforts you daily. He is from the Father as as he promised to those who love me, obey me, and serve me. Time is short. The time is short, my church. My bride, keep serving me. Do not grow weary. Do not be deceived and fall. Watch and pray daily. Fast and repent daily. The Holy Spirit will lead you. Listen to my still, small voice, which is sounding like a trumpet, loudly for those who are listening. You have to be still and know that I am God. You cannot have many, you cannot have many distractions in your life. You need to simplify your life. Be not busy with the cares of this life. You have to make time for me each day to be able to stand in these last days, to let your light so shine. <coughs> Excuse me. And read my word daily. My Holy Spirit will teach you and give you wisdom and discernment. You will not be deceived. This is very important, my children. Stand steadfast. Keep looking up. Watch for me as I come in the clouds, just like when I left. I am coming for the ones who want to go home with me, who are obeying me, believe my word and promises. Coming for a bride who has made herself ready. Coming for an overcoming church which serves and honor me. This will happen very soon. Have faith, my children. I am coming. When I come for you and take you from this lost sinful world, then sudden destruction will come upon all those who reject and ignore me and my holy word and the Holy Spirit. Now is the day of salvation. Now you are breathing this day, this time. Your Savior is speaking to you. I am knocking on your heart's door. Be yet before it's too late. Too late. Too late. Repent now. Turn from your flesh and sins. Come to me, all you weak and heavy laden. I will save you. I will wash your sin away by my blood. I will give you eternal life. I will take you home with me if you choose me tonight. And live your life for me. This could be many of you out there. Last chance to repent and come to me. The door of grace is closing. Come before it is too late. Now to my beloved. The ones who do love me. And obey me in my word. Who serve me well. And a vessel of honor. Rejoice and be glad. For your bridegroom. And king is coming. Peace unto you, Yeshua, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, praise his wonderful name. Can't you hear the passion and urgency in the Lord? 
he's making it so clear. You don't listen to what men are saying. You listen to what God is saying. You listen to what the Holy Spirit teaches you and guides you, not what man says. God's Word says, but what the Holy Spirit is saying. Amen? Scripture references for this Word. John 3, John chapter 3. Yes, please. I'm sorry. I was, I was well, I was just getting ready to tell you. John chapter 3, <laughs> verses 18 through 21. Amen? Hallelujah to the Lord. There's such a sweet presence in this place. Hallelujah. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. And I know it's the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, come right here with us, in us with your love. Hallelujah. Your presence, O oh Lord, you bring peace, you bring confidence, you bring hope. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory to God. John 3, verse 18. Whoever believes and has decided to trust in him as personal Savior and Lord is not judged. For this one, there is no judgment, no rejection, no condemnation. But the one who does not believe... <coughs> Excuse me, brother sister. Hmm. Excuse me. It has decided to reject him as personal Savior and Lord is judged already. That one has been convicted and sentenced because he has not believed and trusted in the name of the one and only begotten Son of God, the one who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, the one who alone can save him. This is the judgment that is the cause for indictment, the test by which people are judged, the basis for the sentence. The light has come into the world, and the people love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. It, it's not just they like the darkness, brothers and sisters. It says they love. God have mercy. For every wrongdoer hates the light and does not come to the light, but shrinks from it for fear that his sinful, worthless activities will be exposed and condemned. But whoever practices truth and does what is right morally, ethically, spiritually comes to the light so that his works are made plainly shown to be what they are accomplished in God divinely prompt, done with God's help in dependence on him. Amen. Glory to God. John 14. John 14, verses 1 through 7. Hallelujah. This is such a comforting word. Do not let your hearts be troubled, afraid or cowardly. 
Believe confidently in God, in him. Have faith. Hold on. Hold on to it. Rely on it. Keep going. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, because I am going there to a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back again, and I will take you to myself, so that where I am, you may be also. And to this place where I'm going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, Glory to God, I am the way. Oh, it's amplified. I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus, oneness with the Father. Verse 7. If you had only really known me, you would also known my Father. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Amen. When you see and know Jesus personally, then you know the Father too. You see the Son, you will see your heavenly Father. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Are we living in this time? Listen to this word. Woo! Glory to God. Chapter 5, verse 1. Now, as the times and dates, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For you know yourselves, known perfectly well, that the day of the return of the Lord is coming, just as a thief comes unexpectedly and suddenly in the night. While they are saying, peace and safety, all is well and secure. Now tell me, are we hearing that all over from all the leaders and people in the world, from everywhere from the Pope to the President to other leaders of the world, even Benjamin Yahoo, I've heard him say it. Then in a moment unforeseen, oh, they're not expecting this, destruction will come upon them suddenly like labor pains on a woman with child, and they will absolutely not escape, for there will be no way to escape the judgment of the Lord. But you, now the Lord is speaking to you again, but you believers, all who believe in Christ as Savior, acknowledge him as God's Son, I believe most of y'all do that here, amen, are not in spiritual darkness, nor hell. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Not hell by its power. That that day of judgment would overtake you by surprise. Like a thief. For you are sons of light and sons of day. We do not belong to the night nor to the darkness. So then let us not sleep in spiritual indifference as the rest of the world does. But let us keep wide awake, alert, and cautious. And let us be sober, self-controlled, calm, and wise. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who are drunk, get drunk at night. 
But since we believers belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the plate of faith and love, and as a helmet and the hope and confidence and assurance of salvation. For God has not destined us to incur his wrath, that is, he did not collect us to condemn us. Glory to God. But to attain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died willingly for us, so that whether we are awake, alive, or sleep, dead, at Christ's appearing, we will live together with him, sharing eternal life. Therefore, encourage and comfort one another and build up one another just as you are doing. Amen. Isn't God's word wonderful? Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus confirming his word, his time, not what men say, but what the Lord Jesus says. Rapture, catching us away, then sudden destruction. His way, his time. Amen. That's the order of events. So praise God, the Lord revealing more and more daily. Amen. So now we will continue this important study about being deceived and discernment so you won't be deceived. Amen. Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29, verse 8. Amen. Hallelujah. You there, baby? For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your false prophets who are among you and your diviners deceive you. Pay no attention and attach no significance to their dreams, which they dream or to yours. Test the Spirit. Discern every dream and vision you hear by God's Word and the Holy Spirit. One thing I have learned is that a dream or vision for the Lord will be backed up by his word and be in line to his word. Amen. Jeremiah 49, verse 16. Jeremiah 49, verse 16. Whew. Strong words. I told you it's going to be meat tonight. As for your terror, as for your terror, the pride and arrogance of your heart has deceived you. Oh, you who live in the cliffs of the rock, Selah, also called Petra, who hold and occupy the height of the hill, thou you make your nest as high as the eagle, I will bring you down from there, says the Lord. God have mercy. Pride and arrogance of your heart deceived you. That's what the word of God says. Matthew 24, 24. Glory to his wonderful name. Hallelujah to the Lord. And the Lord Jesus speaking. Whew. For false Christs and false prophets will appear, and they will provide great signs and wonders so as to deceive evil, even, I mean, if possible, even the elect, God's chosen ones. Listen to the words of the Lord Jesus for us these this day, these last days. Amen. Mark 13, verse 6. Mark 13, verse 6. 
Many will come in my name, misusing my name, or claiming to be the Messiah, saying, I am he, and will deceive and mislead many. God have mercy. Teen, verse 22. Mark 13, verse 22. For false Christ and false prophets will arise. They will decide, they will provide signs and warners wonders to or in order to deceive. If such a thing were possible, even elect, those God has chosen for himself. Even if they look like a sheep, talk like a sheep, what is in their what is in their hearts? What motivates them? By their fruit you will know them, the Lord says, Amen. Romans three Verse 13, Romans 3, verse 13. Their throat is an open grave. They habitually deceive with their tongue. Their venom of ass is beneath their lips. Paul here, not holding back at all. He clearly tells us what motivates them. Who they serve? Satan, the old deceitful serpent. Amen? They have a tongue of a snake. God have mercy. Romans 7, verse 9 through 11. Romans 7. Romans 7, verse 9 through 11. I want a life without knowledge of the law, but when the commandment came and I understood its meaning, sin became alive and I died. Since the law sentenced me to death, in the very commandments which is intended to bring life, actually provided to bring death for me. For sin, seizing its opportunity through the commandment, beguiled and completely, completely deceived me. And using it as a weapon, killed me, separated me from God. See what Paul is saying? Sin itself can deceive you. Lead you to the road of hell and death. Amen? God have mercy. Whew. Romans 16. Romans 16, verse 18. Glory to his wonderful name. For such people do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites and base desires. By smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the unexpecting, the innocent, and the naive. Brothers and sisters, be very alert to these kind of people each day. Amen? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Let no one deceive himself. Uh-oh. This is getting really personal now. Let no one deceive himself. If any of you think that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool, discarding his worldly petitions and acknowledging his lack of wisdom, so that he may become truly wise. Paul warning us, do not be deceived by your own ideas in wisdom too. Amen? 1 Corinthians Chapter 6, 
verses 8 through 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 8 through 10. On the contrary, it is you who are wrong and defraud, and you don't you do this even to your brothers and sisters? Do you know that the unrighteous will not inherit or have any share of the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Oh, we're hearing a lot of this. Neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, or idol I mean of all idolaters and idolaters, nor infamates or piper perversion, nor those who participate in homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revelers, whose words are used as weapons to abuse, insult, humiliate, intimidate, or slander, no swindler will inherit or any have any share in the kingdom of God. Take heed to this. Don't do these things. Don't have a lifestyle like this. Paul is speaking about the results of one's life, what they have sown. Amen? 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. He says it again. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Amen to this. Galatians chapter 6, verse 3. Galatians chapter 6, verse 3. For if anyone thinks he is something special, when in fact he is nothing special except in his own eyes, he deceives himself. More good wisdom, all glory to God not ourselves or this world or the God of this world, Satan. Amen. Brothers and sisters, heard in a sermon lately that when you give worship of glory to anyone, any other thing, I mean, other than the true living God, then you are worshiping Satan. You're giving him the glory. God have mercy. Galatians 6. Verses 6 through 8. Galatians 6. 6 through 8. You want to understand about what your life means and what you do in your life? You need to listen to this here, what the Lord God is saying. The one who is taught the word of God is to share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his spiritual and material support. Verse 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt, nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he'll reap. For the one who sows to his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful impulses will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. Now, this is not for tickling of ears. This is to pierce the heart. And understand, you better get right with God and quit living a life in sin. Anyone out there listening, 
that are yours looking for truth, here's the truth. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Amen? God's Word says it clearly. This will come to pass in each of our lives. Amen? Amen. Excuse me. Ephesians 5, verse 6. Let no one deceive you with empty arguments that encourage you to sin. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Those, listen to who the sons of disobedience are. Those who habitually sin. Those who habitually sin. You do something so much, brothers and sisters, what does it become? It becomes a habit, a bad habit. Brothers and sisters, this one, one, this one habit, we do not need or want. You talking about a bad habit, this one will lead to destruction. Amen? I say this so that no one will deceive you with persuasive, but thoroughly deceptive arguments. These people will try to be persuasive. So don't listen and get away from them. Amen? Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians, chapter 2, 1 through 3. Hallelujah to the Lord. Geneva, baby. Yes, because it shares it shares what really the truth is supposed to be. Now, verse one. Okay. Second Thessalonians, chapter two, one through three. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and by our assembling. Assembling unto him. Assemble. You remember we had to go to assemblies in school? Well, there is a great assembly coming that's greater than anyone we've ever gone to. That ye be not suddenly moved from your mind, nor troubled neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as it were from us, as thou the day of Christ were at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a departing first, and that the man of sin be disclosed, even the son of perdition. Listen to these powerful footnotes assembling unto, uh, unto him. Listen to this footnote about assembling unto him. If we think earnestly upon the immeasurable glory which we shall be partakers of with Christ, it will be an excellent remedy for us against wavering and impatience, so that neither the glistening of the world shall allure us, nor the dreadful sight of the cross dismay us. Amen? Powerful note. Thought it interesting that using glistening, sort of like light and glitter, or even like 
the angel of light, Satan. Be alert! We do not be dismayed by the cross, but we embrace the one who died on the cross, Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah! Praise is one of a name. Second Timothy. Second Timothy, chapter 3, verse 13. Second Timothy, chapter 3, verse 13. Amplified. Chapter 3, verse 13, Second Timothy. But evil men and impostors will come on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Amen. This is coming to pass daily right before our eyes. Amen. Take heed. Take heed what the Lord says. Let no man, women, deceive you. <clears throat> Titus. Titus 1, verse 10. Titus 1, verse 10. <clears throat> Excuse me. For there are many rebellious men who are empty talkers, just windbags, and deceivers, who especially those of the circumcision, those Jews who insist that Gentile believers must be circumcised and keep them law in order to be saved. Jews and Gentiles are deceivers. Amen? Titus 3, verse 3. For we too once were foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various simple desires and pleasures, spending and wasting our life in malice, envy, hateful, hating one another. We were there once, all who are saved now, all who trust and have faith in Jesus Christ. So we should pray for the ones who are lost and deceived. Pray that their eyes and hearts are open to the Lord before it is too late. Amen. Praise break, my darling. You pick a song. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise break, brothers and sisters.
the master deceiver, Satan, and what he will do and what will happen to him. Revelations chapter 12, verse 9. And the great dragon was thrown down, the age-old serpent, who is called the devil and Satan, he will he who continually listen to this continually deceives and seduces the entire inhabited world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Revelations chapter thirteen verse fourteen. Revelations thirteen verse fourteen. And he deceived those unconverted ones who inhabit the earth into believing him because of the signs which is given by Satan to perform in the presence of the first beast, telling those who inhabit the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded fatally by the sword and has come back to life. Brothers and sisters, are you hearing a word in these scriptures so far? Inhabited. Inhabited. What did we read earlier? What kind of life a person's not going to come into heaven? Habitually who sinned? Well, look who's going to be in the earth. Habitually inhabited sinners. Not the church of the living God. Amen? Revelations chapter 19, verse 20. Hallelujah. And the beast, Antichrist, was seized and overpowered, and with him the false prophet, who in his presence had performed amazing signs, but which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast, those who worshipped his image. These two were hurled alive into the lake of fire, which blazes with brimstone. Now this scripture, to those are deceived by Satan and follow his wicked ways, this is their fate. Revelations 28, I mean, excuse me, Revelations, there's none 28, Revelations 21, verse 8. You do not, I repeat, I plead with you, you do not want to be in this group. You don't want to be with these people. But as for the cowards, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, who are devoid of character and personal integrity and practice or tolerate immorality, and murderers, and listen to this one, sorcery with intoxicating drugs, and idolaters, and occultists, who practice and teach false religions. And all the liars who knowingly deceive and twist truth, their part will be in the lake that blazes with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. God have mercy. I pray and plead with you, get right with the true living God in your life before it is too late 
too late, too late. Jesus is the only way you can do that. Through him is eternal life, not the second death. Amen? This is very serious. This is very heavy, but needing to be said. We have to warn people if we love them and care about them. We have to tell them that eternity is before you. This life is short and temporal, but eternal life is forever. So what is more important, this life or the life to come? I know every day I see people concerned about this life. What are we going to do? What are we going to eat? And or are we going to be entertained with? How am I going to feel good and party? What about my future in this life? <coughs> this is what the devil wants you to focus on. Remember, he is a deceiver. I mean, deceiver. He wants you. He wants to deceive you. He distracts you from what is need to be going to be do, going. Excuse me. Let me slow down. He wants to deceive you and distract you from what you need to be doing. Get right with God. Repent. Receive his son, Jesus Christ, for eternal life. Get right now so you can live this life at true peace and hope. Amen. To live this life and the life to come, you have to trust in Jesus with your life daily. So now, let's look how we are not to be deceived. Amen? The meaning of discern. To perceive by the sight or some other sense or by in, intelligent, I mean, an intellect, see, recognize, or apprehend. Add to this spiritual discernment by the Holy Spirit knowing what is good and what is evil. Amen? Go to Genesis 41. Glory to God. Genesis 41, verse 39. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since your God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and clear-headed and wise as you are. Amen. A good word. Clear Headed, the mind of Christ, not a cluttered mind. First Kings, First Kings chapter 3, your servant is among your people whom you have chosen, a great people, who are too many to be numbered or counted. So give your servant an understanding mind and a hearing heart with which to judge your people so that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge and rule this great people of yours? God's answer. Now it pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. Amen. Ask the Lord for this. It will please him. He wants you to have his discernment each day. Amen. I mean, if the wisest man in the world needs discernment, don't you think we do too? Kings, chapter 3, verse 12.
Behold, I have done as you asked. I have given you wise and discerning heart mind, so that no one before you was your equal, nor shall anyone equal to you arise after you. The Lord gave what Solomon asked for, and he will give you discernment too. Amen? Songs. Songs. 119, verse 66. Psalms 119, verse 66. Teach me good judgment, discernment, and knowledge, for I have believed and trusted and relied on your commandment. Amen. This is how you get wisdom and discernment, relying on God's word. Two powerful proverbs for discernment. <coughs> to know skillfully and godly wisdom instruction. To discern and comprehend the words of understanding and insight. Proverbs 1, verse 2. Sorry, baby. Proverbs 1, verse 2. And then Proverbs 1, verse 4, under that. That prudence, good judgment, astute common sense may give, be given to naive and the unexperienced who are easily misled, and knowledge and discretion, intelligent discernment to the youth. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this wisdom, Lord Jesus. <coughs> hmm, excuse me. <clears throat> Give me. Proverbs 2, verse 11. Proverbs 2, verse 11. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding and discernment will guard you. Amen? Guard you from evil, brothers and sisters. Guard you from evil. Proverbs 4, verse 5. Proverbs 4, verse 5. Get skillful and godly wisdom. Acquire understanding. Actively seeking spiritual discernment, your pure comprehension, logical interpretation. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. What did the Lord say to Satan? What did the Lord say to Satan? Man does not live by bread alone, but every word from the mouth of God. Just like here in Proverbs. Amen? Proverbs 10, verse 13. Proverbs 10, verse 13. On the lips of the discerning, skillfully and godly wisdom is found. But discipline in the rod or the back of the one who is without common sense and understanding. Wisdom and a warning to all. Ecclesiastes, verse, I mean, chapter 1, verse 17. Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse 17. And I set my mind to know practically, practical, excuse me, practical wisdom and to discern the character of madness and folly 
in which men seem to find satisfaction. I realize that this too is futile, grasping and chasing after the wind, discerning the lifestyles in the ones in the flesh, the madness and folly of this kind of lifestyle. Amen. Hosea 14, verse 9. Hosea 14, verse 9. Whoever is spiritually wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is spiritually discerning and understanding, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right. And the righteous walk in them. But transgressors will stumble and fall in them. Amen. Great wisdom from the Lord. 1 Corinthians 2, 14. 1 Corinthians 2. But the natural unbelieving man does not accept the things, the teachings and revelations, of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness, absurd and illogical to him. He is incapable of understanding them because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated. And he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. The things of God are spiritually discerned. The word of God is spiritually discerned. Only the Lord can reveal himself to you. Because any of you who are not born again, filled with the spirit of God, are unqualified to judge spiritual matters. You need Jesus and the Holy Spirit to be able truly to discern. Amen? Great revelation from the Lord Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name. Thank you. And to another, the working of miracles. And to another, prophecy. Foretelling the future. Speaking a new message from God to the people. To another, discernment of spirit. The ability to distinguish sound and godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions and cults to another various kinds of unknown tongues and to another interpretation of tongues. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the promise of the Holy Spirit who gives us gifts to serve you and minister for you. 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 11. 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 11. Therefore, since we know the fear of the Lord and understand the importance of obedience and worship, we persuade people to be reconciled to him. But we are plainly known to God. He knows everything about us. And I hope that we are plainly known also in your consciences. 
your God-given discernment. God gives discernment. Amen? Hallelujah. Ephesians 5, verse 15. Ephesians 5, verse 15. Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil, not as the unwise, but as wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people, wisdom for discerning people of God. Amen? So we see the contrast between discernment and being deceived. It is time to take the test. The Lord told me, go to the first book of John and test to see if you are discerning or deceived. Just go to the first first John chapter 1 starting with uh, verse 1 through uh, 4. Uh, John 1 through 4 verse. John 1 through 4. First John chapter 1, 1 through 4, the first test, first question. I am writing about what existed from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands, concerning the word of life. Who's the word of life? The one who existed even before the beginning of the world, Christ. And the life and expect of his being was manifest and now have seen. It is a, it, it, and it has eyewitnesses and testify and declare to you the life, the eternal life who is already existing with the Father was exactly made visible to us, his followers. What we have seen and heard, we also proclaim to you, so that you too may have fellowship as partners with us. And indeed, our fellowship, which is the distinguishing mark of born-again believers, is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things to you so that our joy in seeing you included may be made complete by having you share in the joy of salvation. This word is given so that you too can examine yourself to make sure you're discerning that you walk in truth and not be deceived. Amen? The first test question, God is life. This is the message of God's promised revelation, which we have heard from him and now announce to you that God is light. He is holy. His message is truthful. He is perfect in righteousness. And in him, there is no darkness at all, no sin, no wickedness, no imperfection. If we say that we have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness of sin, we lie and do not practice the truth. First question. Are you still walking in darkness of sin? Then you are deceived. 
and do not practice the truth. Second test question. If we say we have no sin, refusing to admit that we are sinners, we delude ourselves, and the truth is not in us. His word does not live in our hearts. If you think you don't sin and you are self-righteous, you are deceived. His word does not live in your heart. You who say you don't need to repent, you better hear this truth to the lost and the church. 1 John 1, 9 through 10. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confessed our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything not in conformity with his will and purpose. Hallelujah. If we say we have not sinned, Refusing to admit the acts of sin, we make him out to be a liar. By contradicting him, his word is not in us. You who say we don't need to repent, you are deceived. His word is not in you. God have mercy. Third and final question. Whoever says, I come to know him, but not, but does not habitually keep focus on his precepts and obey his commandments. Teaching is a liar, and the truth of the divine word is not in him. You who are to have a lifestyle like Jesus, if you don't, then you are deceived, and his divine word is not in you. So now examine yourselves. Make sure you're walking in truth of his word. Be not deceived by man or your own flesh, the devil. I mean, your own flesh and the devil. Give your life to him, Jesus Christ, and let his word live in your life daily to be able to discern and not to receive. Amen. Leave you with this great truth and promise of his word to each of you. First John chapter 2, 5 through 6. Hallelujah to you, Lord. But whoever habitually, oh, we're learning a word tonight. But whoever habitually keeps his word and obeys his precepts and treasures his message in its entirely in him the love of God has truly been perfected. It is completed and reached maturity. By this we know for certain, whoever says, oh, excuse me, that we are in him. But who, by this we know for certain that we are in him. Whoever says he lives in Christ, that is, whoever says he's accepted him as God and Savior, ought as a moral obligation to walk and conduct himself just as he walked and conducted himself. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All glory to you. Lord, I need you. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Listen to the word. Lord, I come. I confess. Bowing here, I find my rest. Thank you, Lord. Without you, right. I fall apart. That's right. You're the one that guides my heart. Lord, my heart. Lord, I need you, oh, I need you, every hour I need you, my one defense, my righteousness, oh, God, how I need you. Amen. Hallelujah. Sin runs deep, your grace is more, your grace is found, is where you are, where you are, Lord, I am free, the holiness is Christ in our
Hello, everybody. Can everybody hear me? Go ahead, baby. Right. Everlasting life. We all we all want that for our children. This is from Isaiah sixty six twenty two. For as the new heavens and the new earth, I will make I will make sure shall remain for me before me, says the Lord. Amen. So shall your descendants and your and your name remain. Hallelujah. There is no greater pledge from the lips of God than this. Hallelujah. Thank you, and Lord. As, and as a mother, this is the greatest pledge that I I, I, I hold on to the, the hem of the Lord's garments for this. Amen. Hallelujah. That's for sure. That our that our offerings will abide in his presence forever. Glory to God. According to this verse, such an expectation is just as stable and unchanging as a new creation. God longs for a restored universe free from evil, permeated with peace. Amen. And, and immersed in his infinite love. Yes, Lord. <laughs> More than that, he longs for the day when both we and our descendants are transformed fully unto his image, perfected, glorified, and shining like the sun in the kingdom of our Father. Praise God. Here's the kicker. Does this mean that our children will live eternally in a flawless, heavenly state? Whether they are personally chosen to serve God or not, certainly not. However, it does mean that the Father will honor our commitment to him by extending extraordinary grace to our children and enabling them to make the right choice. This is why we pray constantly for our children. He will go beyond the norm in helping them to follow the path that leads to an infinite inheritance. We still have free will. When God is preparing to judge Sodom and Gomorrah, the Bible says God remembered Abraham and saved Lot from the terrible destruction. Although Lot was just Abraham's nephew, He and his family escaped the torrent of fiery brimstone that fell just because of the connection to Abraham. How much more will God do this kind of thing for the children of his people? We must believe this enough to thank God in advance. Claiming 1 John 2.25, whole family. This is a promise that he has promised so eternal life. Prayer declaration where I and my children add yours. Lord God, I believe my children's eternal destiny is secure with you in all that 
of their, their struggles in life. I believe you will remember my commitment to you and say, Joshua and Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, their spouses, and their children from this destructive world. You are the mighty, and the intentions of your heart will be fulfilled. Tend to bring forth a new creation, a new heaven, a new earth, free from darkness, free from pain, free from evil, free from satanic influence, free from the curse. Knowing, knowing nothing will change this divine purpose or prevent it from coming to pass. In like manner, I believe that you intend to make my children a new creation, granting them the grace to love you, to serve you, to abide in your presence forever. I confess that Joshua, Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, and their spouses and their children will also be free from darkness, free from pain, free from evil, free from satanic influences, and free from the curse forever. As a new creation shall remain before you, filled with your presence, and made perfect in every way, so shall my offsprings remain, perfected in God forevermore. In the name of Jesus, amen. Before I bring my knees, I will bring my heart. Before I lift my cares, I will lift my arms I want to know you, I want to find you In every season, in every moment Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart And seek you
love to hear the song of creation The wind and the rhythm of the rain Oh, the thunder, it speaks of your power But there's something in the sound of the saints I've been washed in the roar of the ocean Found peace in the echoes of a cave And the trees of the field, they clap their hands but there's something in the sound of the saints From the lips of those you saved A redemption song will rise With the sound so full it cracks the sky
Can you hear me now, brother? 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 All right. Shalom. Yeah, I hear
Uh, we need to pray for. Definitely need to be praying for Israel and what's going on. Yes, there you are, Brother Javon. I was right. I was thinking the same thing. Pray for Israel. Amen. Anyone else? Praise God. I have a couple of my clients that are still. Yes. Uh, uh, we need to pray for. Uh, yes, pray for Stephen. He's having some kind of issues with his gallbladder. And uh, Dana, we need to pray for Dana. She has cysts uh, on the ovaries, I think it is. Yes. And we're praying for they, uh, that God will remove them. Oh, congestion, congestion in the heart? Lord have mercy. Yes, it's Marietta. I know. And pray for your family. Pray, uh, yes, pray for your family. That's Salvation Family Friend Jesper, uh, Weston, Warren, and Roger. Amen. Pray, yes, pray for the homeless and the poor and the orphan. That's right, says Sunshine. Amen to that. Yes, pray for the homeless. How they're being treated is terrible now. Thank God for some people that are helping. Homeless, poor, and orphans, which are the least of my brethren, the Lord says. We'll trust the Lord. This perfect way in time. Amen. The time we're living. Need to pray for my uh, uh, my uh, nephew, <clears throat> Michael. He needs the Lord. Pray for Michael, my nephew. He needs the Lord. Amen. And pray for a man, uh, one of our uh, 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 business members, the guy who comes picks up stuff. His name is Roderick. That we need to pray for him because he wasn't uh, at work Thursday uh, to come pick up stuff because he was coughing up blood. So we need to be praying for Roderick and his family. Amen. Hallelujah. Any other prayer requests, brothers and sisters? We definitely need to pray for um, all who serve at the Lord's Hour and all watchmen. And uh, the women and men that are watching, and we pray for God's protection and to watch over. Yes, Brother Al, that is a deception, the Mandela effect, that we have discernment and know that God's word is truth. Amen, that we will pray. Uh, yes, uh, okay. Pray against Mandela effect, I agree. Yes, uh, Brother Javon, pray for um, uh, Jonathan Click. Amen. And pray for Sis Janet's husband to be free from alcohol and important. Amen to that. I know where that road is. God, thank God, thank God that I am. Pray for Sis Janet's husband. Pray for Minister Paul and uh, Sis Gail and Brother uh, uh, David Awa. Yes. Okay.
Let's pray for everyone that served at the Lord's Hour. Brother Elby, uh, Sister Carla, Brother Pablo, and we pray that you keep praying for me and Sister Brenda too. Uh, that we be led by the Holy Spirit, that we speak what God wants us to speak. Amen. Mm. Yes, pray for the protection of Israel. Well, the main thing, uh, she's better, Brother Javon. Keep praying for her. But God is, uh, yeah, she's being lifted up, and she's a lot better than what she was when she started out. Amen. God is touching her. Amen. We pray for Brother Elby and his family. Pray for Sis Carla and her family. Did y'all see? Congratulations to Sis Carla that her son is graduating. Amen? That her son is graduating, I guess, from high school. Praise God. And uh, pray for Brother Pablo and his family there in Florida. Amen? Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer here, brothers and sisters, before we run out of time. Amen? Let's lift these uh, prayer petitions up in the name of Jesus. Amen? Father God, we just praise you and thank you for this night. Lord, we thank you for teaching us the difference between being deceived and discernment. Lord, that we need your Holy Spirit so much these days. Be, let fill us up, Lord. Let our oil lamps be full in the extra can of carry more oil, Lord. The container to carry more oil to keep our lamps full. Lord, we thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And we pray and come before you humbly, Lord, and we're praying. We're praying for these prayer needs, Father. We're praying for each one that we've asked for. Lord, we pray for salvation for our family and for our friends. Lord, that they would come to know Jesus personally. The Lord, that they will encounter the risen Lord. And their lives will never be the same, Father. For each one of our family members, husbands, and sons, and daughters, and grandchildren, and there is so many, Lord. We pray you touch each one of their hearts, and we stand on the promises, as you gave to the Philippian jailer, and as you gave to Cornelius, that not just them that would be saved, but salvation will come to their households in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for the homeless and poor and orphans, and we know, Lord, you are the father of the fatherless. And know, Lord, that we are to treat the least of your brethren, that you have done it unto me, that we treat them well because we're doing it unto you, Lord, by your word. Father God, we pray against this deception, the Mandela effect, a lie from the pit of hell. Your word is truth, and your word is forever. The earth, heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will be for truth forever, will never pass away. Your word does not come back void. It comes and it will complete what it has started. Hallelujah. Father God, we pray for Israel, and we pray for Jerusalem, and we pray for the protection of Israel. We pray they call out to Yahweh. They call out to Elohim. They call out to Anani. They call out to Yeshua. Hamashiach. That's who they need to trust in, not man, but God Almighty. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Father God, we pray for Michael, my nephew. We pray that he comes to know the Lord, that he's brought to his knees, that he's brought face to face with you, Lord, and that he has to choose you or not. And we just praise you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for Dana. 
as we come together and believe in faith that you are the healer. Lord, I pray that you remove the sin and that you would remove the congestion from our heart and that it will be a mighty testimony of your healing power upon Dana in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Stephen, that he would be healed. Father, I pray for a testimony from you touching him by the prayers of your people, prayer of the righteous, so these people would see that God is real and that they would turn their lives to the Lord. Father God, I pray for my uh, for the, uh, uh, the member and my friend Broderick. Lord, I pray that I don't know what's going on with him. I pray you touch him and understand that he needs to call out to you. And, Lord, that you will dry up this issue of blood in Jesus' mighty name. Father God, we pray for the flood, uh, the flood victims here in Texas and all over the world. Lord, I pray they call out and understand who they are and who they need. They need you for protection, Lord. They need you as a strong tower as the floods come. Father God, we pray, Lord, for Jonathan Click. Bless our brother, a watchman on the wall. Father, watch over and protect him and his family. Give him wisdom and discernment as he brings forth and unveils the works of darkness to wake up people to the truth that Jesus is coming. Father God, we pray for Sis Janet's husband. We pray in the name of Jesus against the spirit of alcohol and the spirit of lust. And we bind and rebuke you away from him in the name of Jesus. And Lord, that you would protect him because of Sis Janet being a believer, that she, that he is covered because of the grace of God in her life. Lord God, we pray for David Awal, uh, the minister of God, prophet of God, I pray. Lift him up, strengthen him. Let the words come forth that people will know the truth and they will repent and come to Christ. Lord God, we pray for Minister Paul and Sis Gail. Bless our brother and sister in Christ. Lift them up, Lord. Give them guidance and wisdom. Watch over and protect them. Let the Spirit keep flowing through them as you give the message. And he's a watchman on the wall in these last days, Lord. Lord God, I pray for Brother Al. I pray you would bless my brother. Lift him up and sis Dottie. Watch over and protect them or they're in the area of floods just like we are. And, Lord, that you're watching over and protecting us, that our house is built on nothing less but the solid rock, the Lord Jesus, and not sand. Father God, I pray for Brother Javon. Bless my young brother. Watch over and protect him. Let his light so shine around other young people and know that he has something different in his life and that they will want it. It is you, Lord Jesus. Father God, I pray for Sister Marietta. Bless our sister. Lift her up in the name of Jesus and let the wisdom and revelation keeps coming from her that you have given her, Lord, and that she would be a vessel of honor for you. Father, I pray for this sunshine. Lift up our fists in the name of Jesus. Let her sun so shine. The sun of Jesus, the sun of God, the light of God shining from her. I pray in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord. I pray for this crystal, Lord. Bless our sister. Lift her up in the name of Jesus. Let the light of God shine from her. Let a smile come forth because Jesus loves her. Lord, we thank you and praise you for this night. And we give you all the glory and honor and praise as we keep looking up and keep watching and keep praying and say, come quickly, Lord. Oh, we need you now, oh, Lord. And we give you all the glory and honor, Lord, for you are worthy. We thank you, Lord. We come humbly before you. 
looking and praying and watching in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, as we finish up tonight, that we are looking for what? A holy wedding day. Glory. This is the story of the Son of God hanging on a cross for me. But it ends with the bride and the groom and a wedding by a glassy sea. Death, where is your sting? Cause I'll be there singing Holy, Holy, Holy is
Yeah.